welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode should be pretty fun. It's a little vulnerable for me. Think of it as like a life update, a business update, mostly a business update. Like a lot of people have been asking me how they can work with me, what offers are going to be coming up, what's happening in the new year, all the things, right? And a lot of you know, baby number two, a little girl um, is on her way. And my due date is at the end of December. Who knows when she'll come? Any mamas know how that goes. It's like, maybe she'll come in the middle of December, maybe the end, maybe the beginning of January. I have no clue. That's how it works. Motherhood right from the get-go brings so much unexpected. Um, But this is, so I just want to tell you guys our plans. And here's the thing about plans is sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they stick. Sometimes they shift. Like, you know, none of this is like set in stone forever and ever and ever. Amen. But if I do have plans, I do have honestly a clearer picture than ever before of where we're taking the business and why. And it feels really, really good and aligned and aligned to my life and aligned to my goals. And it feels really good. And I have financial goals and I have plans and it's so different than when Ruby was being born. Like everything is different because when I was due with Ruby, I was due with her in January, 2020. So I was basically pregnant a lot of 2019 and 2019 was my worst financial year in business in quite a few years, not by much. It was a 350 K year, but the two years prior were both above 400 And, you know, I had a lot of unknown in the pregnancy. I mean, I know a lot of you have heard the story, right? So I'll keep it brief, but between like having a dip in business, becoming a first time mom, having no clue what to expect from motherhood. And honestly, I feel like even having your second, like, I still feel like I have no clue what to expect because I don't know what it's like to have two. I don't know how to take care of a baby and a toddler at the same time. Um, every baby is different. So odds are this baby will be like polar opposite of Ruby. I just, I hear that time and time again with first baby versus second baby. So I am going into the mindset of like, I still have no clue, but this time we are closing out on our highest year in business yet. And I have done this whole mom thing before, and I have a whole other almost two years under my belt, um, now that Ruby's about to be 20 months old, which is crazy. And she'll be like 23 months when the baby is here, 
So it's like between when Ruby was born and this baby will be like two years in business. That's insane. It's insane. I can't even believe it. So, you know, I just feel like I have even more clarity on like what works for me, what doesn't, what's aligned, what's not, what I desire, what I don't. Um, yeah, like a year and a half of lessons learned more <laughs> than when she was due and she was being born. So it's a cool place to be, but it's still so vulnerable. A lot of people have been asking me and it's been really hard to just tell them what's coming because it's like, it's scary, but I want to do this because I feel so good about the plans and I want to keep you guys in the loop. And I kind of want to make this transition in a really like transparent, open way where I can show you guys how it goes. And I can show you the bumps in the road, which, oh my God, I have some to already share. And I can show you guys what goes really, really well. Cause I think, I mean, I'm on a, like when, when I had Ruby, my mission was to become the millionaire mom. I just wanted to show you that you can make a lot of money while also being a mom. And I knew that that would require allowing ease. Right. And so I can honestly say that it would be so cool, wouldn't it, to pull up like how much we've brought in since she was born. Um, but probably at least a million and a half, close to 2 million, I guess. <laughs> it has to be even more than that. That's crazy. Um, I wanted to show you, right? And I know that I, I have done phase one, baby number one, <laughs> um, first million, first baby with a lot of ease. You know, um, I do three to four coaching calls a week, usually three, four would be like a heavy week for me. We launch something for a week or two out of the month. My high, my high ticket masterminds on open enrollment. So we bring in one or two new women per month. And, you know, I keep three to four people in my private coaching and, and that alone has brought in six figure months you know, um, which is amazing and crazy. So it's already really easy, but I would be lying if I said there weren't some parts of my business that feel like they don't feel hard. I'd definitely be lying if I said they don't sometimes feel overwhelming because I get overwhelmed a lot. I mean, running a business, being a mom, my personality type, I get overwhelmed a lot. So that would be a lie. But like, it just feels like there's this truth within me that I have, I run my business in a way that allows more ease than most people do. And that there's a lot more ease possible, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, I think you guys could just hear, it just feels really crazy. So mission number one, baby number one, the mission of my business became just to become the millionaire mom. I just wanted to show people that you could do that. Mission number two, baby number two, while I have a financial goal, I really want to show you that you can run a seven, even multi-seven figure business with like massive ease. So I have an even bigger money goal. You guys can guess. Here's the vibe. Baby number one with Ruby, I made, I had my first million dollar year by the time she was 13 months old. So essentially in her first year of life, I want to do that again, but I want to do 2 million. I want to have two babies, $2 million business. That's what I want to do. That's my goal. And I can honestly say that I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> like I can see how and make note of this because 
there's a lot of talk in this industry about how you don't need to know the how. And I full heartedly agree with that. You don't need to know the how. The how is not your job. But if you can't even imagine how, I just don't usually see people do it. Usually what happens is you will finally realize a way that you could hit your crazy income goal. And it, and it's a, it feels like it really opens up a lot of space for you. It's like, oh my God, it could be easier than I even thought it could be, which means there's at least another three, four, five, 10 ways that I could do it. Now I believe I can do it. So it's like, you see that you can, you see a option of how that shows you that there's also a lot of other ways how, and so now you can do it. So it's, it's actually, it's not the how that does it. It's the belief that does it. But I do think seeing an option, how that feels good ignites or unlocks the belief. So that's, I mean, I wasn't able to get to seven figures or six figure months until, um, I had at least an idea of how that was possible that felt doable for me. And I think that's okay to look for. I think that's okay to hire. I mean, that's what I did. I hired support coaches. I did intensives. I'm like, show me how, because the way I was thinking I had to do it did not feel doable, right? I could break it down with hundreds of course sales every month and big six-figure launches after six-figure launches after six-figure launches, but that didn't feel possible for me. That didn't feel doable. Is it? Yes. Did it feel it? No. And eventually, between talking to some different coaches and getting support, I found a way that made it click. And a lot of that way that I found over a year ago is how I'm actually doing it. But a lot of the way I'm doing it as well is different. It evolves. There's lots of ways you can do it. That's the truth. You just need to find the one that kind of, not that's going to be it, but that unlocks the belief. That's it. Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. So that's a little point for you to remember as you go on your own income goals for the rest of the year and <laughs> for next year. And that's mine. That's, that's where I want to go. And so I'm thinking back a lot, obviously to 2020 and planning for 2020 and the changes I made before Ruby was born. And I did a lot of these changes at most after she was born and I've got to give a couple books a shout out, especially one. And we always link my Amazon storefront in the show notes. So um, you can go click that link and you'll be able to find these books really, really easily. But I found the book Do Less by Kate Northrup when I was pregnant with Ruby. And it was such divine timing because, I mean, you... if you know who Kate Northrup is, then you definitely know what this book is. But if you don't, you can tell by the title, it's about doing less. (laughs) And it's really written for women in general. She talks a lot about your cycle. She talks about the moon phases. She talks about business. I mean, she's a very successful business owner. So she talks a lot about business planning. And 
Um, she's also a mom of two little girls, I believe too. And, um, yeah, I just love that. (laughs) And so that book really, really, really inspired me. And I used her methodology to really discover how I could do less in my business as well. So a lot of like, definitely not how I run my business, but how I convinced myself that not only could it be easier, but it had to be easier is thanks to that book. The book I'm reading now, and I'm not going to lie to you guys, I'm like a couple chapters in, but I was telling a client of mine who's read this book and really loves it as well. Um, I can't get through more than a few pages at a time because I read like a few pages of this new book and I have to put it down and like, let it sink in for a while. <laughs> so it's been a really, cause it's just so good. It's so good. Um, and that's essentialism. And I can't think of who, who wrote that book. Cause I forget his name at the moment, but it's about doing less as well. It's about doing what's essential. It's about really figuring out what's essential and what's not. And so uh, I just, the thing I believe is like, if you are, especially if you're a mom, but if you're just someone who wants to run your business with ease, which I think all women kind of have to like, to be honest and all people can, but like, if you are continually buying programs, working with coaches and reading books that are about being productive and working harder and hustle and grinding and all this stuff, you're, you're, you're screwing yourself over. You're setting yourself up for failure. Like, is that really what you want? Why are you wasting your time and money learning about how to do more when you really desire to do less? And there's so many good resources out there and examples of people who do less, who lean into ease. And these two books are going to be amazing for you. And they do less was a godsend when I had Ruby. I, I always get, I always forget if I was pregnant with Ruby or if I read it right as she was born. Um, I can't remember, but regardless, I remember when Ruby was like a few weeks old, <laughs> I would have her in her swing and I would be sitting on the living room floor and I'd have all these, um, you know, if you go to Staples, you can buy these, you might not know, you can buy these, um, big packs of paper that normally go on like an easel at live events and stuff. And some of them are sticky. So you can rip them off the easel thing and you can stick them to your wall. And I had a huge desk calendar, but I just like, I did all this like on the floor, she was in her swing and I planned my entire business that way, (laughs) which is such a good memory. Um, although I remember it being really stressful and crying many times because I just, I couldn't think straight. I was exhausted she cried a lot. She needed a lot of milk. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm getting to is less has always been the key for me. It is scaling my business and making more money has never been about doing more. The year I did the most in my business was the year I made $20,000. The year I did the least in my business was the year I made a million dollars. That's just the truth. Do I think some of that is about building a solid foundation? Yeah. I do think if you're getting started and you have no audience, no experience, no business knowledge, nothing, how I started, it's going to, it's going to take a little bit more effort, but it's not even about 
you have to build the foundation. It's like, you have to fail your way into learning what you need to learn. You know what I mean? And it's also like, I feel like I had to work harder because I wanted a lot of growth. And so by working harder, I got to do a lot more and I got to kind of test like what worked and what didn't work. But if you've already made money in your business, but especially those of you listening, and I know there's a lot of you who have already make six and multi six figures. I can promise you that if you're still using the excuse that like, well, you had to build a foundation that is not where you are. You have built the foundation. If you've made six or multi six figures in your business, you have done enough to get clarity. Like you are ready to start focusing on less. You are, I wish I would have done it sooner. I think that first year of 20,000 and then 170,000 were not required, but I do think the working more did serve me because I got to try a lot of things and I got to fail at a lot of things and I got to learn a lot. But I think after that, I just kept doing more because that was my belief system. So other than that, it has always been about doing less. A million dollar business. I run two masterminds. One has two calls a month, two group calls and Voxer, and it's capped at 12 women. Most of the year we've had like eight to 10 in that group. Then I had another, I have another mastermind I run that's capped at five. Right now we have three women in it and you get a private call every month and group Voxer, no group calls. Then I have private coaching. Those clients get two calls a month and Voxer. And then I have like three courses I've been selling all year. So I just kind of cycle through them. Um, and I've sold a few like low cost workshops too. That's it. And when I look at that now, I'm like, that is so much. I've been selling way too many things. Like what is the point of selling so many things? But when I look at what I sold when I had my six figure year, I mean, I probably sold like 20 different offers. It's, and every time I would sell a mastermind, it'd be a completely different mastermind, a completely different name and a completely different setup. And like, I would build a new course every single month and it's insane. So what I do now is so much easier than what I used to do, but compared to what I'm leaning into, it is way more complicated than it needs to be. The way I see 2022, is that crazy? Which of course is the year of the 2 million, 2 million in 2022, 2 million in 2022. Two babies, $2 million, 2022. Like, of course, of course it is. And I'm doing it with two offers. Of course I am. Of course I am. Like, it, of course. Do you hear the numbers? Do you hear the synchronicities? So we are working on right now um, redoing transparent sales. Some of you may have seen the launch for that. Some of you may have not. Um, if you haven't, you can join our funnel. It's right on my website at thetaylorlee.com. It should be right in the navigation. Um, so I, I launched transparent sales live. I want to rebuild it. This is my sales course. This is like the program that's going to help you sell high ticket. And it's a course it's 1800 bucks. It's the best. It's an incredible program that teaches you mindset, energy, and strategy it's so in-depth. It's so good. We are scaling that course alone to be a million dollar offer. And then we're doing that. Um, I live launched it. Now I'm going to do it the funnel live. And then we're going to just have the funnel on automate. And I don't know where we'll be in that process when you guys listen to that. But what I do know is 
you could go to my website and take a look at where we're at with it. And we're bringing back Facebook ads, which I'll talk to you guys in a minute about, because a lot of, you know, we stopped doing Facebook ads in in 2021. So there's that program. Then there's going to be one other program that's going to be a group coaching mastermind program. It's going to be high ticket. It's probably going to be about 18K, to be honest with you. And it's going to be so good, you guys. I'm going to be honest. When I'm recording this, I have a couple name ideas that I just am so stuck between, which is not like me. I never... I don't think there's ever been a program where I've got stuck on the name. I'm usually really good at naming things. I'm really decisive. I know that at the end of the day, the name doesn't matter, but it's like, there's an old name for a program that would fit this really well. And I love that name and it's really unique. I feel like, and then there's a new name coming through and I just can't decide (laughs) setting the intention that by the time this podcast goes out, I've decided, but we'll see. And so It's going to be a nine month program and it's going to be about making more money, doing less, exactly what I do best. And it is going to be the full resource. It's going to include transparent sales. It's going to include all the trainings on all the things you need to know. It's going to include access to me, coaching with me. Um, It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. And so that's going to be capped at, I don't know how many people, but um, not that like a few dozen people a year max. And because of the price point, that will also be a million dollar offer. And that's it. $2 million offers. And I teach this when you are scaling to multi six figures, each of your offers needs to be at least a six figure offer. It's not about having 50 offers. It's about doing two or maybe three offers and getting them all to six figures. When you go to a million, it's going to be about having two or three offers and getting those offers to multi six figures. And some people would even disagree with me. And I know that I could scale one offer to 2 million, but I don't want to, I don't want to, in this moment, I don't want to, I never have wanted to only do one offer. So here we are, we're focusing on two. And I usually focus on like three, four, but two to three is like probably very ideal in my opinion for the type of person I am. So that's what we're doing with the offers. That's our goal with them. And I want to be selling both of these through really incredible, really simple funnels. And actually on this note of doing less, we have some new women on my team who are really, really freaking incredible. Um, a lot of you have been getting to talk to Casey. <laughs> Casey probably listens to this because she does the podcast notes. So hi. So she has been doing like customer service, chatting with you guys in the DMs, replying to some of your comments, hanging out with you in the Facebook groups. Um, she gets the podcast out. She shares the podcast. There's a ton of stuff she does. And then we have Audrey, which a lot of you also know. Some of you probably don't. Who's like my unicorn branding designer tech queen. And, um, we have some other people on the team too, like the podcast editor. Hi, Max. (laughs) Gotta give everyone their shout out. Um, but of course we have some like smaller roles on the team too, but Audrey and Casey have really been like my right hand women in this transition. And we are working together as well to like simplify all of our tech, right? Like 
when I went to multi six figures, I was like, I need the best of the best tech, but best of the best to me didn't mean the simplest. It meant the most advanced. And now we've been in a situation where our tech is kind of messy. It's confusing. I don't know how to use it. And I just, I don't know. I am pretty techy. And so I like to just know how to do everything in my business. I don't like to do everything in my business, but I want to know how. Like, I just think that's important that, I mean, I don't care if you're the owner or if you're like a, a never been a virtual assistant before brand new to it. I just, I think everyone on my team should, I, we should be running it so simply that any of us can do it because then I can feel really con- confident. I want to say complicated. No, not complicated. I can feel really com- confident. <laughs> Why does that word not want to come out, you guys? Um, I can feel really confident sharing with my clients what tech I use and how, not that I want to, you should not be paying me as your coach to teach you technology, but like, I just want to have this confidence that anybody can run a multi seven figure business. Like it's easy. This, the way we sell is easy. The offers we sell are easy to sell. The tech we use is easy. Like I just, I want to, I want to break down all the barriers that keep people from scaling to that point. You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program unlimited group boxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, talking to the women, which means you're going to learn from other women's questions. You're always going to have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Voxer is guaranteed to get answered. And if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video face-to-face and work through whatever it is you need. Planning your month, planning your launch, getting in the right mindset, shifting your mindset, um, strategizing how to make more sales, all the things that I know you guys want help with. Plus that training program I mentioned literally lays out step-by-step how I went from six figures to multiple six figures, everything from the business model to the pricing to the lead generation and the audience growth and the the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are going to need. So if this is you, if you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our Voxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. And so I have a lot of time and money invested into our current technology, but um, we're simplifying. And let me just say, thank the Lord that we're simplifying. It's just time. It's just time. Um, If you're wondering, we are moving to Kajabi 
And it's going to be simpler alone because Kajabi now, like when I started my business, there was not an all-in-one system. There was like not a system that did everything unless you use like Entreport or Infusionsoft, which are, I don't think anyone, I mean, I don't recommend, I really don't recommend. And like when Kajabi came out, it was just a course platform. When lead pages came out, it was just a landing page platform. Now I believe they have timers. I believe that they have checkouts, like all these things. So I used to use Kajabi, but I had to use Samcart and lead pages and ConvertKit and Zapier. And uh, I'm sure there's even more. And so we moved on report, but now Kajabi is all in one and we're going to be using Kajabi and that's it. And we'll also still keep my website because I am a huge Squarespace fan for websites because it's so simple. So that's what we're doing in that department. <laughs> and we're moving back to using Facebook ads a big. So I want to share this story because a lot of people are like, I don't know. I stopped using Facebook ads in the beginning of the year. So I haven't really used them in like nine months. And the reason was not because I was like, screw Facebook ads. I hate them. I've used Facebook ads since 2015. I used to run Facebook ads for clients. I've grown a lot of my audience with Facebook ads. I'm definitely not against Facebook ads. I like, I am here to pay and play. I am like fine with that. I don't there. I think there's people who think like, if you grew organically, then you deserve like it's, there's more credit behind. I don't know. I just grow your audience however you want. I know there's some people who like, would rather slam their head against a wall 55 times and use Facebook ads. That's fine too. But I stopped using them this year because I hit a point where I was like, we're putting so much time and energy into growing the audience, which I feel like nobody else can say. Like, I just, I hardly ever meet people who are like, I had, I had a client one time who came to me and she had an audience of like 500,000 people and made like 50 grand a year. And so let's just say we very quickly turn that into her monthly income because <laughs> you should be making way more than 50 grand a year with that type of audience. But she's probably the only person I ever met who could actually say to me, I have put so much time and energy into growing an audience and not selling that my issue is my sales, not my audience. Everyone pretty much tells me I sell every day. I post every day. I show up every day, but my audience doesn't grow. It's so hard to grow my audience. I don't have enough people. And a lot of the time, these are people who have a few thousand followers, which my clients who have like 300 followers make 20K months. So you don't need a huge audience, but you do need to be growing your audience. That's a requirement of a business. You need visibility. You need audience growth. You need leads. You have to. But to use the excuse that it's hard, it's complicated, you don't know how, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's just holding your business back. There's so many resources on how to grow your audience, and there's a lot of ways to do it. We had a podcast episode go out. Um, we can link it. Let me see if I can find the number of it really quick because I just had it open to share on Instagram. Um, I'll find it, but we just had an episode go out. That was three ways to grow your audience, which are the three ways it's episode 130, by the way, one, three, zero, um, three ways to grow your audience is the three ways that I've grown my audience. And I break down like as quick as possible. Um, like my big tips to grow your audience with those methods. It's not even 30 minutes long. Everyone should listen to it. I'm going back to ads because 
I don't want to have to focus on organic growth. I don't even want to have to launch. So I am personally making the transition back as we speak to ads and automated sales through funnels. I don't think one way is better than the other. I don't regret stopping using ads and funnels besides the fact that it has been a really good option for a lot of my clients, but they struggle to understand why I would suggest it when I don't use it. But they, you know, we don't always understand why people are doing the things that that they're doing. And I think that's just something interesting to note as well, is that when you're watching other coaches and business owners and you see them stop doing something, I mean, people acted like there was going to be some huge gossip from me on like Facebook ads and why they suck and why I wish I never used, like people were like, why'd you stop using ads? Like, do you not recommend them anymore? It's like, no, I just have more audience than I have sales and it's time to really focus on more sales. That's it. If you have that same problem, then don't run Facebook ads. But if you don't, I honestly do suggest running Facebook ads personally. There's lots of other ways you can grow your audience. But for me, learning technology and running Facebook ads was easier for me than organic growth. That just never came supernatural to me. Um, but yeah, I think people like saw me stop and were like, she must hate ads. She must not recommend them. Otherwise she'd be doing them. And it's like, no, I just have ran a lot of ads, <laughs> you know, that's all. And now I'm not at a point where I feel like, oh my God, we don't have a big enough audience to sustain that. Like, I don't feel like that at all. I feel like I could keep sustaining. I do kind of feel like in order to grow, it needs, the audience does need to grow and it is growing, but I just think with another baby and this gut feeling of like, it can be easier. It can be easier. Like, here's my secret. You guys, I want the baby to come and these funnels to be working and the ads to be working and have just really great processes in place to sell these two programs feel like we're really on track to start scaling in 2022 and kind of peace out on social media, <laughs> to be honest. And, and, and does this mean like, Oh my God, does Taylor hate social media? Does she not recommend it? It's like, no, I actually love it for a lot of reasons, but I kind of want to take a break and I want to be able to take a break. And this is funny because I mean, a lot of my six figure months I've posted between three and 10 times on Instagram, which is a lot less than most people post. So again, it's already easy. I just, I want even more ease and I want to feel like my business can run without me. And I want to feel like I don't have to do anything. And I want to create a lot more space. And I always think that when we feel called to make space, some, there's always going to be something that comes and fills that space. So I've seen it time and time again for myself and clients. It could be a huge health breakthrough. It could be, um, yeah, it could be a few, a huge breakthrough in your health. It could be a huge breakthrough in your family. It could be a new offer. Like I might be planning two offers and then maybe because I make so much space, something else comes through. That's like, I have to do this. Maybe a new business, maybe a new investment opportunity, maybe who knows, maybe a way to make a bigger impact. Um, like, I just think I'm going to be making a lot of space. I'm excited and curious to see what comes through to fill that space, which is cool. <laughs> or maybe it's just like personal life. Maybe it's more joy. Maybe it's more time with family. Maybe it's more me time. Maybe 
again, it will just create the space that I want because after baby number two as well, I want to like really focus on my body, which I did do after Ruby. I hired the naturopath and I feel like I've gotten such a good health team. I would call it in place, but it doesn't, I don't think it matters how healthy you're being or what great support you have. Like you're putting your body through a lot with pregnancies and all that stuff. So I'm excited to have space for that too. Space for all the things. Um, so that's my goals. That's my intentions. I'd love to hear if this resonates. Like if you guys want to chat on Instagram, DM me, let's chat. Tell me what this made you think of. Um, and also I've already been sharing on Instagram the ads journey. And I, I want to keep sharing episodes on the podcast about this stuff. So tell me like, send me a DM. Tell me, what do you want to hear more about? Do you want to hear more about the ads? Do you want to hear more about the funnels? Do you want to hear more about my life? Like you tell me, because I, I like doing behind the scenes episodes like this. Um, but I also like to know that you like them. (laughs) I like to have a little validation. Um, And on Instagram stories every day, I've started sharing the journey with the Facebook ads and I'm going to keep doing it. I really want to show people like the day one to like day 365, what happens. And, um, not that I'll share literally every day, but yesterday I turned these ads on, like we're very new in this process and my ads got disapproved immediately. And so I sent my appeal in and then Facebook approved the ads and started running them. And they ran for like a few minutes and then Facebook closed my entire ad account down and I appealed that. And luckily they opened my account back up pretty quick, like within a few hours, which I know is kind of rare. Um, to be honest, I've been there, done that before with my own ad account. This is my second time getting my ad account disapproved or disabled. And, um, I actually used to charge like a flat rate to help people get their ad accounts open back up. Cause I just feel like I have a magic touch with it. <laughs> maybe one day I can share more, but it's, I, it's, it kind of just feels like luck. I don't do anything that crazy. (sighs) Anyway, if you want to keep seeing behind the scenes of the ads and the funnels and the transition and who knows what it will pan out into, definitely make sure you're watching the stories on Instagram. Okay. You guys sending you so much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.